Hey, welcome back to The Five. Five minutes to encourage your faith and challenge you to think. Today's topic is on grace. Now, what is grace? Grace is unmerited favor. Grace is something that you don't earn. You, can't de you don't deserve grace. And yet God freely gives us grace in Jesus. I like what Spurgeon says. Spurgeon says, look, every minute of a Christian's life is a minute of grace. And, you know, think about it, to, to know grace is to know God. This is why Paul in 2 Thessalonians 1 says, God is the God of all grace. Even in Exodus 34, God says, the Lord, the Lord, a good and gracious God. But here's the thing, this good and gracious God came down in the person and work of Jesus. This is why David Mathis says, grace has a face. So John 1:14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Then in verse 16 says this, And from that fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Meaning Jesus is the greatest example of God's grace. And the rest of the New Testament is simply an exposition of the grace of God found in Jesus. This is why Paul is going to begin and end his letters with grace. You know, George Williams says that in the book of Galatians, Paul's going to frame the letter with grace, grace to you, grace be with you, then fill the letter with grace. Grace is the central theme in the New Testament. So the question is for us, what does grace do? Well, many things. Here's one thing, grace saves us. So we are, we are saved by grace. So at the cross, you bring your sin, God brings his grace. The question then becomes, which one is greater? And that question is answered by Paul in Romans 5. He says, look, where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Meaning that famous line in that hymn is true. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all of our sin. God's grace triumphs over our sin. So we're saved by grace, but also get this, we're sanctified by grace. So Titus 2 verse 11 says this, for the grace of God has appeared, look what it's doing, it's bringing salvation for all people, but it's also doing this, it's training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. You know, Spurgeon says, a grace that does not change you has not saved you. And his point is that salvation is not just a status you hold. It's a reality that holds you. That God is about the business of changing you, and the same grace that saves you also changes you. So we are changed, sanctified, trained, by grace. But then we're also sustained by grace. Think about Jude uh, verse 24 says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. I like how H.B. Charles says that, that God is able to keep you when you cannot keep yourself. That this God who upholds the universe by the word of his power, he also upholds the Christian by the gospel of his grace. In fact, you can even think of grace like oxygen. So go with me here for a second. Harry Kraft talks about anemia, and he says, look, when your vital organs don't get oxygen, they begin to shut down. But then he makes a connection to the gospel and says, look, when you keep your eyes off of the grace of God found in Jesus, your, your vital spiritual organs begin to shut down. Your peace shuts down, your joy, it wanes, your love grows cold, your hope dissolves, right? Because you're keeping your eyes off of the grace of God found for you in Jesus. So it's really important to think about the means of grace, meaning some people call it the disciplines. Either way, it's a way of getting in the pathway of God's grace. We talk about things like, like hearing God's voice. We are committed to the scriptures. We talk about having God's ear. We go to him in prayer. 
talk about being with God's people, being committed to the church, and finally, being engaged in God's mission, taking this gospel of grace to people who don't know the Lord. So, what can we say? We can say that, that God's grace is unmerited favor. We don't deserve it. It saved us. It's sanctifying us, but it's also sustaining us. So, that's my time. Do better next week, and I'll see you then.